This has been an extremely challenging year once again. Many are hopeful with the progress that has been made, but others still feel disconnected and a little discouraged. They lament that their current work has begun to feel stale. Yes, social isolation has compounded that. Working from home, while it has its benefits, also has its challenges, and the spark has dimmed for many people. In this episode, we are discussing how to once again find that passion and purpose in your career. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zenger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my good friend and leadership guru, Jack Sanger. There has been a lot of news lately, Jack, about the great resignation that is happening right now. Um, just in April, there was a record 4 million people that quit quit their jobs. And that trend has continued on through the summer, according to the Labor Department. Work is an essential dimension in most people's lives. It's where we spend most of our waking hours. And if work loses its meaning, passion, purpose, excitement, then then life is in danger of losing those elements as well. So why, why do you think people are leaving? Well, first, I, I concur that this last year, the pandemic has many miserable elements. Chances are you have your list and many of the factors on yours are probably the, on mine as well. But each of us has a unique list. Uh, and some that we probably have in common are, number one, work has been redefined. For most of us, it used to be that work was a place to which we commuted. In times past, only maybe about 16% of the workforce spent much of their work week at home. Today, that number is 60%. Uh, Number two, we've learned that work is outcomes that need to be produced. It isn't the place we commute to as it was in the past. Uh, Number three, in decades past, many employees longed for greater autonomy and self-direction. Now suddenly employees are on their own. They have virtually complete autonomy and self-direction. No supervisor is watching them. No one dictates their daily schedule. They're like the freshman college student. They now have a great deal of freedom, but this came without warning or deliberate preparation. Social isolation is hard for most people. While some thrive amid functioning alone, the number of people who voluntarily choose to be hermits is relatively small. Yeah, and the pandemic has given people all kinds of reasons to change direction. On the plus side, however, um, you know, the pandemic has for most people brought some opportunity for those who don't have to commute any longer. The best estimates are that you've been given the equivalent of 11 extra days in the year on average, and that is a gift. (laughs) So, um, Jack, instead of upending your life and leaving your job in in this crazy market, how, how does a person get that reboot of energy and enthusiasm for their work? I mean, where's, where's the refresh button? Yeah, I think each person needs to create their own mechanism 
for refreshing their job. And here are a few thoughts about how you might go about that. Um, number one, in, in times past, work was often defined by a set of minimum expectations or standards. For example, the number of claims you processed during the day or the lines of code you wrote or the number of calls handled by a customer service specialist per hour or the sales revenue produced. Other kind of very definable outcomes. For a refresh button, one opportunity is to think about the outer or the upper limit for someone in your position rather than the minimum. What, what could be possible? So, you know, higher aspirations really do open the door. Number two, I think, is uh, how can I deliberately develop myself in terms of my progress within the organization or my, my adding my to my capabilities? What will give you the most uh, purpose that, that fuels your career? You know, this is a topic to which we have given some thought. The formula we would suggest has the acronym CPO. And this stands for, the C, competence. So what's my current skill level? What are my strengths? What do I do today at a B level that I could move up to an A level? The second element of that formula is the P is for passion. What elements of my job am I most excited about? What am I most passionate about? Chances are there are some parts of your job that you do because they just need to be done. Other features are genuinely exciting and appealing. These are the activities in which you lose all sense of time. They seem more like play than work. And the third element of the formula is O for organizational need. As you take an, an eagle's eye view of your job, there are some outcomes that the organization really needs you to produce. These are outcomes that would dramatically move the needle that describes the overall performance of your group. If you are not sure about what those elements are, a conversation with your boss might shed some light on that question. We think that the interaction of those three elements creates for you the ideal opportunity to refresh your, your job. Find where they overlap and where you are likely to find the perfect development opportunity for yourself. Great advice. Jack, I, I feel like you have a lot of wisdom to, to offer on this topic, um, considering the fact that you you don't really need to work anymore <laughs> at the ripe and spry age of 89. Um, but you're not planning your retirement party anytime soon, or at least I didn't get an invite. <laughs> but I'm sure this is a question that you get asked frequently. Um, why, why are you still working? Oh, Brie, while I could make up a long list of specific reasons, I am convinced that there really is something f extremely fundamental about work that fulfills my basic motivations. You know, philosophers and neuroscientists and social scientists and popular business writers have largely come to the same conclusion about human motivation. It seems to boil down to the desire for autonomy, for competence or mastery, 
for having relatedness with other people and purpose. And, and we value activities that make us feel good as we attain them. Uh, there was a, a philosopher and neuroscientist named Paul Fegard who said, there are three activities or behaviors that generally create positive feelings within most of us. These are love, work, and play. Work for me links to most of my human motivations. It feeds my desire for autonomy. Now, look, I realize I have more autonomy now than I did 50 years ago, and being the CEO of a company helps. My daily work stream is a, is a, a variety of interesting problems to solve or to try to resolve. I, I'm pushed outside my normal comfort zone. It affords me the opportunity and motivation to learn, which then feeds my desire for mastery. While I did not think I was quite as fast at doing some things as I used to be, I, I attempt to make up for that by being a bit wiser. Uh, having colleagues at work fills a basic human need for connection, for relatedness, human interaction. And finally, I, I confess, Bree, that work satisfies my need for having purpose. Um, you know our firm is focused on helping people become better leaders, which I believe to be a noble cause. Mm -hmm. in, in Charles Dickens' classic book, A Christmas Carol, you may recall the story of Jacob Marley's ghost who visits Scrooge and warns him of the consequences of the path that he was on. Scrooge says to Marley, uh, you are a man of business. And Marley replies, Business, business, mankind was my business. And that sums up why I keep working. The 90th Percentile on Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin and Jack Sanger and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack Sanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at sangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to leave us a nice review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on sangerfolkman.com.